Welcome to the Altered Submission Podcast. This week's moment of submission is forgiveness. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt mistreated? I believe we've all experienced some form of mistreatment by others or even ourselves. Maybe it was a coworker, a family member, a societal community, a governmental agency, the justice systems. I mean, who knows? I know I've experienced some form of mistreatment from each of these areas. I used to harbor unhealthy emotions and build bulletproof grudges against the very people that hurt me. I would put up walls and barriers around my heart to protect myself, thinking this would somehow fix the problem. But what I found was that this only hurt me. You see, I was putting boundaries on myself and not others. I was allowing the fear of the pain, rejection, or whatever they had done to cripple me into a state of paralysis of my mind, character, and personality. I mean, my even uniqueness, my own uniqueness was in a state of paralysis. One thing this world does a great job of teaching us is how to remove ourselves from situations, people, things that don't benefit us. What is taught is a method of elimination of trauma that does not promote a healthy outcome. You see, if you're like me, you have a lot of questions about the why of this trauma and not so much this quick fix of elimination. It's easy to say, I'll just remove myself, but this mere action does not truly remove you from it. When I experienced mistreatment, it would resonate with me for days, months, years. I mean, just the mere thought of what happened would send me into emotional bouts of anger, sadness, then anger again, depending on what happened. I would begin to rationalize my part, second guess how I handled it, and even begin to doubt my ability in decision making. This is the part that society does not mention. But can I tell you, this is how the enemy fights? The Bible says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And as terrible as that sounds, y'all, that is not the end of the sentence. Praise the Lord. At the end of the sentence is a promise. God's promise to us is that, but I come that you have life and that you have it more abundantly. Though the weapons form against us and may come as mistreatment or trauma, God has promised us an abundant life. And the way we receive that abundance is by forgiving those who trespass against us. We cannot live a life pleasing to God without forgiving those who have wronged us. We just can't. In my prayer time with God about forgiveness, he led me to Isaiah 25, 3, where it says, Therefore, the strong people will glorify you. The city of the terrible nations will reverend you. I would be remiss if I said this scripture didn't settle in me, but it did. I love to read multiple versions of the scripture because I just feel like God provides deeper clarity as the word is being broken down, like almost to layman's terms. So I went on to read the scripture in the message version and it read literally superpowers will see it and honor you. Brutal oppressors bow in worshipful reverence. That was so powerful. 
The word that stuck out to me was reverend. So I looked it up. It's a verb and it means to be afraid, to be frightened, to respect, to be awesome, to be feared. In some contexts, fear relates to terror and fright. In other contexts, fear relates to honor, respect, and awe, as in the fear of the Lord. As hard as it may be, God requires us to forgive others if we want to receive an abundant life. And God doesn't require us to do anything that he has not done. I mean, he literally sent his son, his only son, to die for us. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't imagine sending my child, not any one of them, to die from anybody else's sin, especially something that they did not commit. Yet, this is exactly what he did for us. Jesus came into this world blameless, with an assignment with you and I in mind. And he has experienced everything that we experience here on earth, including mistreatment, trauma, and wrongdoing. Yet he still forgave. That scripture said, brutal oppressors bow in worshipful reverence, fear, which is honor, respect, and awe in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord, y'all. In Isaiah 25, 3, it says, the strong people will glorify you. In the message version, it translates as superpowers. You are the strong people. You. Your superpower is forgiveness. That's a superpower that was given to us. We just have to use it. And Jesus exhibited this same power even on the cross while dying for you and I. And if Jesus can do it, blameless as he was, then I have no doubt that you and I can do it too. God's promises are one that we can take to the bank and cash them. He promises us that what they did to you will not go unpunished. By you forgiving them, that's not letting them off the hook. That's letting you off the hook. He says that in Isaiah 25, 3, that even the brutal oppressors bow in the fear of the Lord. He promises you in Psalms 35.1 that he will contend with those who contend with you. That he'll fight against those who fight against you. He says, fret not because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Y'all, the grass. He said, like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die. He said, forgiveness is your superpower. Forgive them so that I can forgive you. That's what he says. But he said, fret not. For soon they will wither like the grass. Y'all know how the grass one day is green and the next day is brown? They will wither just, just like that. Forgive them. Forgive them. I know some of you may be saying... But you don't know what they did to me. You don't know what they said, Jess. You don't know what they... You don't know how, what I had to go through. And you're right. I don't know. But I know who does. God. And yet he is still asking you to forgive. He's saying... My daughter, forgive. My son, forgive. He didn't say forget. He said forgive. 
You see, when we forgive, it releases us from chains of bondage. Bondage is the chains that keeps us performing the same behaviors over and over again. It keeps us keeping those same boundaries up that are only hurting us and not hurting them. That's bondage. Forgiveness is the freedom to be alive in Christ. Can I tell you that even after everything that my oppressors have done to me, those who have wronged me, mistreated me, I've forgiven them. I haven't forgotten what they've done because the Bible tells us that what we go through is not just for us. So of course I won't forget, but I will forgive. Every moment, every chance that I feel anger rising up, I forgive. Every chance that I feel resentment coming into my body, I forgive. Every chance that every time they cross my mind and I become angry or, or, or it produces a fruit of the flesh, I forgive. Because when I choose to forgive them, I allow God the opportunity to perform his promise to me. And I truly believe that he'll do the same for you as you be obedient. You just have to trust that God is faithful to perform. That's where our faith comes in at. You have to trust that he's faithful to perform. And God is, a, God is not like man. He will not lie. He cannot lie. He cannot fail. You just have to give him the opportunity. So I want to challenge you today. In your time of prayer, in your time with God, ask him, who do you need to forgive? And forgive them. God is waiting to show you. He's waiting for the opportunity to show you that he's a faithful father. Will you let him? Now, I like to close out our moments of submission with prayer. So we're going to pray for forgiveness. Let us pray. God, I thank you for your promises to fight our battles for us. I thank you that you sent your son Jesus to give us an example of how we are to forgive. Even as Jesus was being crucified, he begged for forgiveness on behalf of others. Father, we know you to be a good, good father who are concerned about all of your children. Help us to forgive those that have caused us pain, some unbearable pain. Help us to forgive those that we feel have gotten away with it. Father, we trust you to make every wrong thing right. We trust you to perform on our behalf as we are obedient in forgiveness. You are the great defender, Lord. Strengthen us, God, as we forgive. We love you, Lord. Amen. Now, if you've gotten this far and you're wondering who is this God that she keeps referencing, I want you to know that you have been led here by God's divine order. If this message resonated with you and you would like to know this Jesus that I speak about, this is an opportunity for you to meet him. Let me just let you know that you don't have to have it all together. We are a people of progression and not perfection. Jesus says, come as you are and he will do the refiner. He's the potter, we are the clay. The Bible tells us that if we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, that we are saved. If you want to give your life to Christ, then I want to give you this opportunity to stand 
and make this declaration. If you're ready to give your life to Christ here at Altar Submission, we pray together because we are a family. We are brothers and sisters in Christ, so we stand together. If you're ready to make this declaration, repeat after me. Dear God, it's me. I repent of my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus is Lord. I believe he lived, died, and rose again just for me. Now, Holy Spirit, come into my heart and transform me in you. Amen. If you made this declaration, I want to welcome you into the kingdom of God. Your name has been written in the book of life. I rejoice over your salvation, but most importantly, the angels in heaven are rejoicing for your salvation. You have made the best decision that you will ever make, and God is so proud of you, and so am I. If you gave your life to Christ today, I want to partner with you. I want to welcome you into our community where we live out walking with Christ. Is it easy? No, but we have one another and I wanna be able to partner with you and share some next steps with you. So if you will, send me over an email with your contact information to jess at a-l-t-e-r-d-s-u-b-m-i-s-s-i-o-n.com. That's jess at altered submission without the e.com and I want to share some resources with you and just share some next steps God is proud of you God loves you and so do I until next time peace